Hello, uh, world and internet and uh, podcast listeners. Uh, how are you? Uh, my name is Samuel Anderson, and you're about to listen to uh, the first ever podcast of Voices in the Community, which is a radio show that I host in uh, our small town of Gorgeville. And uh, I haven't, you know, really been able to figure out this podcast thing. And so that's why um, a lot of people from Gorgeville have been wondering why it hasn't been on a podcast for them to listen to. It's usually a live radio, but I haven't been figured it, I haven't been able to figure out how this podcast thing works until now. And also, I didn't really know how to save the uh, old archived episodes, and so I lost them all. So this is the first one, uh, and it may not be the best first one, but it's really the only one that we have saved and left. So. Uh, Enjoy and uh, and uh, I'll 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 ask my train of thought. Enjoy. You're listening to KXQZ eighty fifty AM, Gorgeville's own People's Choice Radio. You're listening to Voices in the Community with me, Samuel Anderson, on KXQZ 8050 AM, Gorgeville Zone, People's Choice Radio. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today on this Friday afternoon. It's nice and sunny outside with some blue sky and a little cloud coverage. It's perfect. As I look out my window of our studio downtown, I can see all the volunteers hard at work setting up for this next week's festivities. If you don't know about these festivities, starting tomorrow is Georgeville's third annual Globe Week, running through next Saturday when we have our big cookout celebration, celebrating all the different countries with different foods from around the world. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure to bring the whole fam. Of course, there will be lots and lots of food throughout the week as well when you visit each country's booth. Today on the show, I talked to a local chef who is volunteering his time for Globe Week. Then Peggy Blancamp, a second grade student who will be sharing a poem she wrote called My Dream. And later on, we have a religious expert to discuss some of the religions from countries you will see at Georgeville Zone Globe Week. All of that and more on today's Voices in the Community, right here on KXQZ, Georgeville's own People's Choice Radio. Voices. 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 Voices in the Community. Christophe Bissette is not only a chef, but a connoisseur of food from all around the globe. His passion for food is like the burning sun, he says. He has lived in Gorgeville his entire life and is thrilled to have the opportunity to share his talents with the community. Sacre bleu cuisine. Am I saying that right? Sacre bleu cuisine. Christophe, welcome to our show. You are saying it perfectly well. Thank you. And is that... Is that a catchphrase of yours, or what is yes, that? Yes, yes, it is a catchphrase, it is a motif, it is a mantra, it is a motto. I say it because I want people to think when they try my uh, uh, wine, my baguette, uh, sacre bleu cuisine. That's wonderful. You, you said your own wine. Do you have your own... Uh... Your own yes, wine. You're drinking it, it here. You I brought it to the studio. I have it in this glass right here. 
That's excellent. What kind of it, wine is that that you're drinking right now? It is a very special. Well, the thing about my wine is it is not uh, quite like other wine. Oh. It's a completely non-alcoholic wine. Now, but isn't alcohol uh, part of the, uh, you know, the wine sort of uh, drive to drink wine or one of its perks of wine is the alcohol? Because alcohol does have a certain taste, does it not? How do you substitute it? Well, it depends on how you think about it. You need to uh, think about... Oh, do I really want that taste uh, in lieu of tormenting my children with uh, feelings of being left out? If you are going by the uh, texting generation, it is a formal uh, fear of missing out. And this is what I feel kids these days feel if they are not 20 or legal drinking age. You feel they're missing out on uh, on the wonderful... Uh, sort of traditions of drinking wine, even. Would that yes. be correct to assume oui, that? Oui, that is exactly what I think. Ah. Well, that's really that's really nice to hear that uh, you're kind of taking uh, to the kids' liking. Yes, kids love me. That's <laughs> Kids love you. I, I bet that, do you have any children of your own? Or are you married? No, I'm not married. I am looking. I'm, I'm single and ready to uh, go around, if you know what I mean. And, and mingle, they say. Single, single and, mi- and ready to mingle. Oh, do they say that? Uh, yes, yeah, some, some people say that. But let's, let's move on. Let's uh, talk about Globe Week here. What- very well, very well. I'm, exci- I'm very excited for Globe Week. You know, I, up until now, uh, until very recently, I have not been able to share my cuisine, Sacre Bleu cuisine, with, with the people of uh, Gorgeville. You haven't shared any of your cuisine before with people of Gorgeville. No, not None until of it. I have got this wonderful opportunity. Uh, the mayor called me up. He said, uh, Christophe, I need your authentic bizet cuisine, and I need it right now. Now, you, you, you grew up here in, in Georgeville, is that correct? Gorgeville, I'm that, sorry. That Gorgeville. is correct. I have grown up here my entire life. And uh, where, did, where, did you, uh, where did you learn how to cook? Being in Georgeville, Gorgeville. I, l- I learned how to cook in my own, my father's own kitchen. Oh, so you didn't go to school for for cooking. I have had no formal training by any in any sense of the word. Oh, that's interesting. But sometimes a star rises from the ashes of its father's star, and in this case, it is me, Christophe Bizet. Growing up in a French family, I bet you have. Uh, traditions and such, as in, like, I have heard yes. uh, a lot of French, obviously the cuisine, but also card games and gambling is a lot of uh, French uh, tradition. What? Uh, oh, you have no idea the card games that we play. My, when my great-great-grandfather immigrated to the U.S., he brought with him wonderful card games, uh, card games such as Little Mary's uh, Nest of Aces and uh, oh, Beggett, the card game. What What is Beggett, the card game? Beggett, How do you play it's, that? It's pronounced Beggett. Beggett. Not uh, Beggett. I'm sorry. Beggett. I'm, I'm assuming like a, that's, that's referring to a baguette as in uh, the French bread. 
Yes, the French bread. So the French bread whose recipe is the most closely guarded secret of the Parisian government. I did not know that at all. Yes, in the, in the Louvre, in down in the depths three stories, under there is uh, a safe with the baguette secret recipe in there, and there is no way of knowing what the original baguette recipe really was. Oh, wow. This sounds like uh, like National Treasure or something, like a movie almost. Oh, I love movies. What's, what's your the, favorite movie? My favorite movie is The Sound of Music, animated shorts. Oh, wow. By... A- wait, animated shorts, The Sound yes, of Music. The I've Sound of, of Music, animated shorts by my own father. Uh, he did not oh, deem I didn't the, know that. He did not deem the original... Uh, appropriate because he sympathized with uh, his daughter movie portrayed Germans in a very, very bad light. I didn't know your father was a filmmaker. Oh, well, he is not, and it showed in his movies. I understand. He he dabbles, per se. Would that be correct? Yes. Uh, Let's go back. Uh, We were talking about uh, Globe Week here. Um, Oh, Globe Week, I am... I am very excited. What country are you representing for Globe Week? Who are you cooking I am, for? I am representing France, but... That makes sense. I, but one thing you should know is that I do not just specialize in French cuisine. I know thousands of other cuisines from all around the world, which is why people should say, Sacre Bleu Cuisine, when they hear and see and taste. The wonderful, moist, succulent, taste-bud-inducing, beautiful cuisines that I come up with and concoct in my home kitchen. So you do all your cooking at home? I do every bit of cooking at home. Wow, that's fascinating. And you're self-taught, per se. I'm self-taught. Self-taught cooking in your home. Yes. What kind of uh, what kind of kitchen do you have? I bet you love the kitchen. I bet you have just a a, a top of the line kitchen in your in your home. The kitchen uh, leaves a lot to be desired. Actually, it has oh. a disgusting linoleum flooring that is halfway pried up by uh, I don't know. I think a raccoon got in once or twice. But um, other than that, the stove, it, you know, you've seen those new electric stoves? Yeah. You know, well, we don't have one of those. Oh. We, yes, we have one of the old gas-burning stoves. Sometimes I just cook things, you know. I just make a fire out back and cook things. It goes a little bit faster. We don't even have a microwave. You don't even have... Well, we, I I bet you wouldn't even want a microwave to to, no. to cook in well i actually uh, no I, I i do want a microwave i tried putting uh two i got two old tvs off of craigslist and putting them ne- next to each other and then i put a plate of frozen chicken right in the middle and i turned them on and needless to say, it did not work. No, that's not how microwave, uh, microwaves work. I tried uh, adjusting but... the uh, the antennas, but still, 
it, it did no, nothing happened in that, the midst of the microwaves emitting. Yeah, it no. must take a box. Yeah, it, uh, that's not uh, how the science behind microwaves works or the science behind TV works. But I can see. Uh, I actually don't see how you would get to that point. Yeah, Moving on, I am though. not a scientist. I am a cook. Yes. I am a sacré bleu cuisine. I am a chef, a master chef. What kind of dishes? Uh, what kind of dishes will you be cooking? Uh, for France, uh, during Globe Week. Well, I, I have not fully decided yet, but I oh. have several that are wonderful. Uh, they taste. They taste heavenly. What are some of them? What are you thinking about cooking? One of them is a poached rat that is, um, how you say, caught in the wild. Uh, if you consider the wild a basement. And then also I uh, cook a, a baby bird, a nest of baby birds. You cook a, a whole nest of baby birds. Yes. Uh, my father told me, taught wow. me at a young age, that if you touch a baby bird, the mother will not come back to the nest. So I thought, well, these little suckers are dead regardless, so I should probably make good use of them. Turns out, they taste pretty dang good. But now you're purposely going out and, well, I, it's, a, it's a delicacy. I won't, I won't, I won't question uh, No, I am definitely purposefully going out. I have asked the police, uh, the fire department, police station, please, uh, if you get any calls about disturbances in uh, people's homes, in garages, with the old lady calling, there is a baby birds, a bird's nest, please forward all the calls to me. I will take care of it. No questions asked. Well, that's 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 good. That's a little more uh, humane. But but there's there's no uh, judgment on this show. It's Globe Week. Uh, it's a different kind of uh, week, that's for sure. I mean, China and Zambia have been having some 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 troubles this week. Um, you, wait, you said there is no judgment on this show? Uh I I just mean yeah. I don't I don't I don't see myself as a as a, a judging person. Uh, on this show, we try to keep it open and and fair to to all 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 different types of thinking and worldviews and and stuff like that. It's uh, it's it's about the people and it's it's what it's whatever the people think and whatever they want to say. And this this is what this show is. It's for the people from the people. So well, may I send if if your listeners are anything like you. May I share maybe a controversial idea that I have been formulating in my little brain? Well, we, we don't have to go there, but... Uh... I'm just going to say it anyways. I think that lots of cultures have stolen French cuisine ideas and pawned them off as their own. Uh, I'm sure that they have, actually. That's not that controversial at all. Think about the taco. The taco. The taco. The taco is a, a Mexican food that is, uh, everyone thinks, oh, Taco Bell, that is authentic Mexican food. Well, I'll tell you two facts. Number one, it is not authentic Mexican food. They are lying to your face. 
but number two, they are doing it in kind because these these Hispanic cultures have stolen the taco from the classic baguette recipe of the French. You mean to say taco tacos are the same as baguettes? Tacos are the same. They are the exact same thing as a baguette. Have you ever? Uh, I would arguably disagree that tacos and baguettes are even similar at any point. Think about the pulled pork sandwich. Uh, y- yes, but I don't use that a That is baguette. a baguette. How is that a baguette? There is bread. There is something inside the bread. It's round. But it's a, bag- a baguette. But a baguette is ju- is strictly just a long, skinny piece of, of bread. Oh, you you want to limit a baguette to just bread? No, I'm just saying the baguette definition. Baguette is more than bread. It is life. It is the pinnacle. It is the pinnacle of all cooking, all cuisine arts. Le cordon bleu, sacré bleu, cuisine. Wow, we are just learning so much on today's program. Uh, You're listening to Voices in the Community with me, your host, Samuel Anderson, on KXQZ 8050 AM. And we're joined here today with, um, we're joined by Christophe Bizette. Is that correct, Bizette? Bizette. Bizette. A local chef, uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, we're just learning... A lot about uh, French cuisine and also um, French traditions. And national and history. And national history as, as well. Uh, uh, now, now, now is a part of a show that I would like to take Christoph to. Uh, it's called Red versus Blue versus Gorgeville. And what, what this segment of the show is. Oh, <laughs> I love this segment. I listen to it in my basement for, for what? 18 years? You've been listening to the show for eight, 18 years. Yes, I've been listening to this. Well, I've been listening to the radio in my basement for 18 years. Oh, understood. Yes. Understood. Well, as, as, as you all know, uh, and if you're, if you're just uh, tuning in now, uh, we're, we're starting to do a segment called Red versus Blue versus Gorgeville, which is obviously the political... Uh, segment of our show where we talk uh, Gorgeville politics. I have, and some things. I have tons and tons of opinions about this. Excellent, because right now there's a there's a bill in the in the mayoral house of Gorgeville, Bill 487, and I was just going to ask Christoph, uh, what 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 do you think about Bill 487 and what it stands for? I am against Bill 487, the anti-child abuse. Uh, bill because of certain clauses um, that were inspired by my story. And wait, 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 wait. Bill four eighty seven, you're saying, uh, is inspired by your life story? Not fully, but yes, certain clauses. And I feel like I have been my me and my family have been misrepresented. Well, this is this is very interesting. First off, I have not heard anyone yet who is against Bill Forty Seven, which is, which is the bill about um, stopping child abuse. Well, that uh, is basically. because of the propaganda. Sacre blue propaganda. And and second of all, I did not. 
know that uh, some of the clauses in this bill uh, you are saying are... They are shaming my family. Yeah, are are from are based off of some stories from your childhood. Is that what I'm? Is that what I'm yes, learning from you? There is one clause in particular that says you cannot uh, make your child at age of two sign a waiver that would force them to live for the first eighteen years of their life in your basement. Well, obviously, you can let a child into. A- down in the basement, you just can't hold him there against his will or or keep him down there uh, without letting him, you know, yet, have the... Yet that is exactly why they are attacking my father. How are they attacking your father? They are saying he did just that, and he did, but it was a learning experience for me. Are you saying your father kept you against your will in the basement of your home in your during your childhood he would uh, keep me in the basement and uh, throw down food to me uh, two times a day which is exactly the amount i needed so i was i did not suffer and it, every night he would have me come up and cook dinner for the family and that's the only time that you would be allowed out of the basement. Well, that is the only time that I would, but it led to my discovery of passion for cooking. But to get this straight, your entire childhood was spent in a dirty basement in your house. Well, I cleaned it up. I was not going to live in a pigsty. But still, you were kept... Did you ever want to get out of the basement? There were several times that I cried and screamed for my father to let me out. but And he never let you he out? He never let me out because he is, he kept you there because he is a good father, and I will not accept that he is a bad father because then what is my life? I'm not trying to trick you into thinking that your, your father was a child abuser. I'm stating that the actions that you have just uh, shared with all of us seem to be abusive characteristics of your father. But we don't have to get into that. I I disagree with my entire heart. Well, that is uh, unfortunately not up to you. It is up to the government and the uh, law officials. They will not listen to the persons they are basing the law off. Well, we will just just have to see. Uh, Moving on, though, because... uh, that it was a, a very dark. Uh, it was well lit. The ba- uh, no, uh, the basement may there have been well lit. There was windows and one light, and that was enough for for us. I I, I was just saying that th- that last little uh, little bit of our show was a little dark. But let's move let's move on and uh, and hopefully you didn't tune out by then because uh we've been we've been joined here today by Christoph Bassetti. He's a local chef. Oui oui. Uh and he will be down at Globe Week all week long, is that correct? You're there all week. Oui, by down by the table with the ducks. Oh, the French table has has ducks. By, by the it. pond. The pond has ducks in it. The French oh, table but... is in the pond. Wait, the French booth for Globe Week is in the pond. There was not enough space for unofficial booths, 
So I had to move, relocate. Wait, did you say an unofficial booth? It is not recognized. So I fold up my folding table and put it underwater. Uh, with, is this being broadcast to people who are in charge of the ceremonies? Uh, I'm not sure who is listening. This is live radio. I don't have a booth at the thing. I don't know where the pond is. So you're saying that your booth, the French, French booth for France, the France booth that you are operating and cooking for. I have no booth. You, you don't have no, a booth. No, there is no booth. There is no water, no ducks. I'm making it up. I I love to tell stories. Make it. Are so you you don't have a booth at Globe Week. No booths. You don't. You're not cooking at all for for Globe Week. Hold on, hold on. Could I say one thing? Uh, sure. Okay, listeners, listen close. I snay. Do snay. Have snay, a snay booth, snay at snay, the snay, globe snay week, snay, actually snay. Are you trying to speak big Latin? What? What is that? I don't know what that is. And snay, it's snay is snay in snay, the snay pond snay. That is all I had to say. Thank you. I have had you a blast on the program. All right. Well, that was he just left. He just walked straight out, straight out the door. Um, that was Christophe Bissette. I, I think, I, I hope, uh, he may or may not be a, sh- a chef, um, but he actually does not have a booth, or is cooking, uh, for for Globe Week. Uh, we are going to figure out how that happened. Um, how we got someone like that on the show. Uh, usually we do have great background checks and we have a great staff who uh, does a lot of research on our guests. Um, but coming up next on, on our show is Peggy Blomkamp from the second grade. She's going to read her poem that she wrote called My Dream. All that and more coming up on Voices in the Community with me, your host, Samuel Anderson on KXQZ 8050 AM, own People's Choice Radio. We'll be right back. Come on down to the 10th Annual Globe Week. We know you'll love all this week has to offer. On Monday, there's bobbing for meatballs and pasta at the Italian Immigrants Community Gazebo. EMTs are standing by. Wednesday is the 5th Annual Crow Bake. Come down and enjoy some delicious crow barbecue from our friends at the NRA. All BBQ is free. There's a lot to be had. And be sure to attend the Global Awareness Concert featuring artists such as Shali Baham Ali, Rasu Angelino, and the French Quartet, and Sheepdog Jeb. The show starts at 6 p.m. and ends at 7 p.m. at the Hiawatha Valley Senior Citizen Center. Let's make this year's Global Awareness Week the best one yet. See you there! On se voit là-bas. Ci vediamo là. Toko wo sanshou shite kudasai. Dozo bachonyatam. Siyawim sa. 
My middle schooler can be so disgusting that I just want to throw up all over the place. He farts on his poop and sucks on doorknobs all day and eats sugary treats until his gums look like the inside of a pig's anus. But what really irks me is his greasy hair. Parents, don't fret. All pubescents and post-pubescents have greasy hair. But now there's a cure. Gilligan's Drying Action Powder. Never have to worry about your son or daughter's greasy hair again. All you have to do is generously apply the powder around the scalp and anywhere else hair might be hiding on the body. Then watch as the magic happens. Voila! The grease is gone. Only $15.99 at any participating Walmart store or GameStop. Never have to look at that greasy mess again. Gilligan's, it's the pew best. Voices. 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 Voices in the community. You're listening to Voices in the Community with me, Samuel Anderson, on KXQZ 8050 AM, Gorgeville's own People Choice Radio. Welcome back to the show. I'm joined here with a little second grader named Peggy Blancamp. Peggy, how are you? Hi, Mr. Anderson. Andrewson. Andrewson. Anderson. Yes. How are you, Peggy? <laughs> I'm good. Now, what you're in the second grade. What school do you go to? I go to Grace Mount High. You go to Grace Mount High? Yeah. Wow. That's just the next town over, isn't it? Yeah. I did not know you were not from uh, Gorgeville. I take to... the bus. Oh, you take the bus to... Why don't you go to the uh, the the school here in Gorgeville? My mom says there's not good people there. Okay, well, that's all. That doesn't matter. You're you're here. Uh, are you excited for Globe Week? What is? Yeah, I'm excited. Really excited for the petting zoo. Yeah, the petting zoo. They're gonna have a lot of exotic animals there. Did you know that? What's exotic? Meaning from different countries. <gasps> really? Yeah. Is this your first Globe Week? Did you go last year? Yeah. I, you did? It was my first, my first Globe Week, but it's not. I didn't go last year. You didn't go last year? No. Well, you are in for a treat. Now, you've, ri- you've written a poem for, for, for Globe Week. Is that right? Uh-huh. That's awesome. And it's what's it, what's it called? My poem is called My Dream. Wonderful. Why don't you read it for us? Okay. My Dream by Peggy Blancamp My dream is for peace My dream is for love My dream is for mommy to get a job So she won't have nothing, nothing to do always so peace will go away uh so so peggy for it won't ruin hey again podcast listeners it's samuel anderson your uh 
this part of the show went a little uh, wry, and I didn't didn't want anyone uh, to hear the nasty things that this little girl had in her poem that I that I'm pretty sure her mom or dad wrote for her. So we ended up bleeping most of it out, but uh, yeah, because I couldn't figure out how to delete it. So, but I figured out how to bleep it out, so that works. Uh, Anyways, I didn't. I don't condone anything that she said. If you remember what she said from the live radio show, uh, I just wanted to make sure that that was said at some point. So, uh, thank you. Uh, keep listening and uh, enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey, <clears throat> that was a lovely poem. Uh, Thanks, Peggy. Thank you. Uh, you should definitely share it with uh, maybe a psych psychiatrist or something what or a doc or a doctor you should share it with uh with a psychiatrist or a doctor uh or who, something who you you should share it with what's what's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we'll, we'll we'll talk to your parents about it uh thank you very much uh i guess for coming on the show welcome Peggy. Um, that was, a that was, that was something. You're, li- uh, you're, you're listening to Voices in the Community. <clears throat> you're listening to Voices in the Community with me, your host, Sam, Samuel Anderson on KXQZ. We'll be right back. Black Cloud. Rain? No. A flock of crows. Hi, I'm House Representative Randy Furman and a local Gorgeville resident. Since the early 1950s, the crow population in Gorgeville has been tripling each year. Now they have become so overpopulated that it's dangerous for our community. Broken car windows from mounds of feces. Children literally being picked up into the air on their way to school by a pestering flock. And the deafening calls of hundreds of thousands of crows all over Gorgeville making it impossible to hear much else. Stop the crows now. We must do something. For ourselves, for our children, for our Gorgeville. Support Stop the Crows by visiting our website, stopthecrows.now.fundme.gov. Ka-ka, no ma. Stop the crows. I'm Randy Furman, and I approve this message. Being alone is the number one cause of depression. Depression is the number one cause of drug abuse. And drug abuse is the number one cause of suicide. Don't be alone anymore. Whataboutus.com is the dating site for you. You may ask yourself, I'm 85 years old. What in the blue blazing flip flowers doesn't matter to me? Well, good news, Jebediah. Whataboutus.com is for people like you. All our members are between ages of 75 and 120 years old. Don't die alone. Visit whataboutus.com and find your perfect match. Already had your significant other pass on? It doesn't matter. We'll match you up with another one for 50% off. And if your new match dies within the first six months, we'll give you a three-month subscription for free. You can depend on us. 93% satisfaction guaranteed. Don't be alone. Get in the wrinkle zone. Visit whataboutus.com and find your elderly partner today. Or a new one. 
Voices. 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 Voices in the community. Welcome back to Voices in the Community with me, Samuel Anderson, on KXQZ 8050 AM, Gorgeville's own People's Choice Radio. I am back uh, with my special guest. Uh, he has written uh, his own bio, like we do with all our guests, and uh, I'm about to read it. And the only reason I'm preferencing it is because he he mentions himself in it. Uh, you'll, you'll see what I mean. This is his bio. In today's technological age, it seems one doesn't have to travel the globe to be an expert in world religions. In fact, most experts that I know in this field have put in less work than you might imagine. Thanks to technology, subjects like world religion are easy to study and master. I, Dillard Van Zant, am living proof of that fact. Decompressing after a long work day with a cup of Earl Grey and my favorite laptop book hits the spot no matter what mood I'm in. On my tombstone put, he was at the right place at the right time. That's Dillard Van Zant, and he's with us now. Hello, Dillard. Oh, hello, yes. Uh, how are you? I'm well. Well, welcome welcome to the program. Thank uh, you. We've had an interesting program so far, and I'm, I'm ready for it to, t- to uh, take a spiritual turn uh, after our last little, uh, little bit. I'm ready for it to take a turn, too, a turn towards the area that I am proficient in. <laughs> Now you 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 call yourself a uh, a master of world religions, correct? Uh, that would be an expert, Sam. An expert, yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, what what? For my first question, I'd like to ask you. I'd like to ask what out of all the religions of the world that you study would be one of your favorites? Um, well, it may seem like I'm. Uh, sort of jumping on the bandwagon, uh, but I, my favorite is probably Christianity. Christianity, yes. And why? And why is that? Well, because um, I feel it's relatable. It stars all white characters, and I'm white. Oh, hold, on. hold on. I'm just gonna uh, stop stop you there. You said that it involves white characters. Yes, predominantly, ta- predominantly you, white characters. Are you talking about their uh, race? No, I'm talking about the angels and the devil. Okay, gotcha. Yes, the devil white, is, white figures. The devil oh. is black and, and also red and yellow because of the flames. He also has horns. Ho- horns? Horns on his forehead. Now, that is the sort of uh, interpretation of the devil that uh, media and society has kind of put on it. But uh, uh, being a um, an expert of of world religions and an expert in Christianity, yes. nonetheless, yes. What does the Bible say anything about the actual appearance of the devil? as having horns and such, or is that just uh, society's sort of spin on the character? Um, well, um, where Dante, Dante's chapter in the Bible, which I have read, which is a separate volume, 
it des- it describes the devil as being uh, trapped in a bunch of ice, and when you fall down uh, into the d- deepest depths of hell, um, that is where you'll find him residing in his chilling abode. So, I'm a I'm a backpedal here. You said the book of uh, Dante's book. Yes, Dante's Inferno. Is Dante's Inferno not a video game? Well, you don't seem to know much about literature now, do you? Dante's Inferno was written uh, in uh, the first century uh, along with the apostles and their writings and their and the writings of their significant others and their followers. So it was a it was a a, a major book back in the day and you're saying yes that's part of the religion of christianity yes it was a major book uh, uh it was part of the new testamental and uh testament that's what i said sorry it's okay you're just a lay a lay person i don't expect you to know these types of things well i Okay. It's it's the 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 de- the devil the devil is in the details and uh you seem to be devoid of knowledge of those so I I do I'm... I do say I should trust you if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I'm not sure what you meant by that, but I'll take it as a compliment. Let's move on. Uh what what would you say um uh Christianity in retrospect to the other religions, what does it have to offer that maybe other religions do not that makes it so intriguing to you? Well, I'm not a pastor, so I'm not in the business of giving uh, counsel for one's soul. But uh, if I did have to do a compare and contrast the concentric circle type uh, diagram, I would say that... uh, there are many differences between Christianity and world religions. Uh, the chief difference is that Christianity is not any of the other world religions. Right, but my quest, my <clears throat> my question was, what makes it different from the other religions that makes it one of your favorite ones to study? Oh, it's just fi- my favorite because all the main characters are, are white, the Angel's Jubilee, and uh, the uh, winged creature in the sky. and The uh, the winged creature in the sky? Yes, the winged creature in the sky, uh, a.k.a. AKA Jesus. Okay, yeah. But was Jesus not a man? He was, but if we read in the in the in the gospel, uh, he ascended, and he had to ascend somehow. So th- I I took a leap of fa- a leap of faith, <laughs> and I uh, I decided, well, heck, the wi- the angel angels jubilee have wings. Why not the big chief? So you're not basing it off of any uh, scriptural fact or. Uh, you just sort of made that point up. 
Well, I I treat uh, uh, the way I study uh, like a uh, like a a Wikipedia search. I, I, I now uh, being um, a person who studies text. Would you not say that Wikipedia is not a reliable source for such things? As in, anyone can edit them, and uh, there have been many times that uh, Wikipedia's information on their pages have been well, uh, wrong. That's <clears throat> well, that's where you're wrong. My personal philosophy on religious text is that it, uh, well, there is no way to really know the truth about these matters. It's, it's you'll go to one church and it, the pastor will say, "We believe in uh, love and joy," and you'll go to another church and the pastor will say, "Come to our coffee ministry," and those are not mutually exclusive. They are, they are, they are mutually. Exclusive. Now, uh, right, but I understand the difference between denominations. But I'm talking the text. They all go off the 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 same text, aka the the Bible. Sure, yes, but but when you really start looking through the Bible and marking it up and and uh, and sh- shaking it out to see maybe if someone had left some money in there, and then the pastor will say, uh, "Get out! You're not welcome here anymore. Where's the love?" Did that happen to you? It did happen to me. And then when I went to the coffee ministry, they said, well, you need some money. And I said, well, that's exactly what I was doing, looking for money in the pages. <laughs> how long How long ago was this? This, uh, well, what day is it today? Thursday. A couple hours ago. Oh, boy. You were at a church... On a Thursday morning, shaking out the Bibles, hoping money was in it. Yep, I was. Uh, let's let's move on to another religion here. Uh, what do, what do you, what would you say um, intrigues you about Hinduism? Oh, Hinduism uh, the the four six arm legged woman with the dot on her forehead. Yes, right. That's one of their gods. Do they not have? No, that is is their god. But I thought that Hinduism had many gods. Like, I thought Hinduism was one of the religions that had thousands and thousands of gods. No, one of the... no, 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 no. This, this, uh, the, devil, the devil is in the details, and, and he, will, he will grab you with one of his six arms or legs. I can't remember which. Uh, case in point, uh, the Hindu god with the, the dot on its forehead is the devil. The dot is black. The devil is black with with red and, and yellow for flames. But but case in point, uh, there's only one god of Hinduism, uh, and uh, all the rest of the the gods that I think you're referring to are actually prophets. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yes. Well, that makes um, some sense there. Now, this is a game I like to play with. Uh, my my students, anyone who will listen, um, and it's a game where you describe one of the Hindu gods, their appearance, and then I I tell you which god that is and some information about them. Uh sure, but I I could not name I 
I could not uh, oh, name just, them or describe any. Just, of them. just, just start saying some. Spin the wheel. I'm sure you'll land on something. Okay. There's, there's so many of these freaking prophets. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pretty sure there's one. I'm pretty sure there's one with a boar's head, a bull's head, or something like oh, that. Oh yes, that's a prophet Amos. And what does uh, Prophet Amos do? Doesn't do they? As the in Prophet like, uh, Amos, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, for uh, for uh, foretells that it's in the Book of Amos. Uh, it foretells uh, the coming of uh, some messianic figure, um, and uh, when uh, he he does say so, they. They turn him with the magic wand. The six-legged woman turns him into a cow, and she temporarily lifts the ban on no cow meat, and they slaughter him. Okay, it's, wow. It's in their Bible. It's in their the Hindu Bible? Yes. In the book of Amos, you said? In the book of Amos. What is the Hindu Bible? Well, the holy Hindu Bible. It's called the Holy Hindu Bible. I can't remember the name right now. I just, I just, it all blends together for me. <laughs> well, we'll, all right. I'm, I won't put that past you. Um, thank you. A lot of people do put it past me, and it, it's very hurtful. I, you know, when you start mixing up, uh, you know, Islam with Christianity, it gets. Uh, for lack of a better term, <laughs> very exciting. If you mix them up. Yes, it's like some sort of uh, cocktail. It's, it's about ready to explode. Now, I don't want to be the devil's advocate here, but... But I can see people's point in saying, in having trouble with you mixing up religions. If you say you're an expert in world religions and can't differentiate between uh, the lot of religions. Well, that's just the point. When I go to a Mormon youth camp and uh, speak on the many different world religions, I preface it by saying, listen, I'm... I, I'm sick and tired of all this random crap that people come up with. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about what I want to talk about. And they know, it, they know that. They know that right, when I, right from the get-go. But in the sense, aren't you making up saying what you want? No, because I bring a, a book. I bring a book, and, and sometimes maybe it's I, I was supposed to bring the, the Mormon Bible, but maybe I accidentally brought a Quran, and I'll just read out of that. Now I could see the problem being there if you're at a Mormon uh, uh, summer camp. Did you say a Mormon summer camp? It's a Mormon. Such? It's a Mormon boys camp. A Mormon boys camp, and you're teaching them out of the Quran, which is a whole different uh, text and a whole different religion that they uh, would most likely not agree with. I'm sure they would. You sure they would agree with I've the Quran? Ex I've experienced it firsthand. They were not happy. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying 
to say is that I can see their problem with you mixing texts and and religions and speaking on uh, uh, the wrong religion or mixing religions. I, I, I would have to say that that would probably not make you, quote unquote, an expert in world religion. Well, I wouldn't say that a certain religion is wrong or that a certain religion is best. I would just no. say that whatever religion religious book happens to be in the trunk of my car just happens to be the one I'm going to talk about that day. Right. I'm not saying there's one religion over the other. I'm not trying to do that to anyone in the community or anything like that. But I am saying that some people hold certain religions to a belief level that uh, their religion is the correct religion and other religions uh, are not. And therefore, they don't... uh, read or listen to teachings from other religions for a lot of religions see differently on on aspects. Samuel, you're not making any sense to me. I, it, it's, I think it's because of layperson terms that you're using. And, you know, when you get to a level as advanced as I, it's hard to understand words that come out of your f- fat people's fat mouths. My, wow, really? Yes. You're going to come on here and call me fat after the day I did, I that I've been having. I didn't say you were fat. It was just my words are luck of the draw sometimes. Well, bad luck for you then. Why well, are you kicking me off of your show? I I would if I could, but there's a, it's, it's unionized and I have to have you on here for at least 10 minutes. I feel like it's probably been over 10 minutes. Has it? Stacy, has he been on for 10 minutes? Stacy, have I been on for 10 minutes? Stacy, has he been on for 10 minutes? Have I been on 10 minutes? Take your headphones off, Stacy. Stacy, Stacy, has he been on for 10 minutes? Oh, she's, she's deaf. Hold on, I have to write it down. Easy thing to forget. All right, you have been on for 10 minutes, so uh, uh, I'm going to have to... You're going to let me go? And end end our show (coughs) today. So (coughs) thank you for listening to Voices in the Community. Uh, I am your host, uh, Samuel Anderson, and today we have had on quite the lot of people. We've had uh, (coughs) Christoph Bassetti, who is a chef... Uh, who is not actually participating in the whole food thing going on. Oh, no, he, then, he is. No, he's not. No, he is. I went to his stand. It was very delicious. You went to his stand in the middle of the park in the pond. Yes, and I've never had duck before. It's uh, quite a delicacy. Well, great, but he's not a part of the actual stand. Uh, events so but he does apparently have a stand in the middle of the pond in the, in the park so go ahead and 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 do that if we if 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 you want we also had uh peggy blancamp on our show a second grader who uh recited her awful poem my dream she was from the second grade i'm hoping she's gonna get some help i'm gonna look into that and finally we had on our guest right now dillian Dillard. <laughs> it's pronounced Dillard. 
D D I L L A R like a Dillard like a dill pickle. Correct. And then A R D like an art like yes like the immortal bird. Just take off the B. Yes, I can read. I just mispronounced. Dillard Van Zant was with us. He was a a quote unquote religious expert, or so we thought. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us on Voices in the Community. Uh, if you want tickets to the live show, I am having a live show next Friday at the Long Center uh, downtown. So uh, come on by, and uh, we'll 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 take uh, questions from the audience, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We have a all surprise guests, and you will be so excited. I I can't. Gene Rickman is coming. All right. So thank you for joining us this afternoon, and hopefully we'll see you down at uh, Globe Week sometime this weekend and then at the live show next weekend. All right. Have a good night.